Thank you so much for tuning in to Music Marbles with the Chick with Beats and Freezy Gibson. We're so happy that you joined us today. And, you know, we really hope that you enjoyed your holiday as well. Oh, man, you know, that's that was really a gas. You know, we, we had our, our, our restraints on a little bit, you know, because of our the health situation. But nevertheless, it's just good to make another year pass by, you know, to see the sunrise. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, even though I should say that even Thanksgiving had passed, but, you know, we got the holiday season still upon us coming up. So we still want you to be safe, just as Breezy said, with the constraints on just a little bit, with hopes of being able to relax again next year. So anyway, as usual, we got a great show lined up for you. We have an interview with the one, the only DJ E-House all the way down in Texas by way of Kalamazoo and Arizona. And, you know, we just can't wait to get to it, right? Oh, man, you know, it, it's, it's, it's spreading. It's growing, it's spreading and uh, getting intertwined in all kinds of ways. So, yeah, we love it. And uh, I, I just can't wait to see just what happens. What's waiting for us around the corner? That's got juicy goodness. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. So before we get to the interview, we're going to play some beats by yours truly. And since DJ E House is a househead, some of these are going to have a little bit of a house vibe for you. All right, let's go.
right. Thank you so much for joining us right here on Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. We have the one, the only DJ E House in the building with us. How you feeling today? Doing good. Doing good. Can't complain. Good, good, good. We're so excited to have you and, you know, just to give the listeners a little bit of background on who is DJ E House. Give us a little insight behind your name and how long you've been into music and, you know, what inspires you. Oh, wow. Uh, well, <laughs> E-House, how I got the name. Um, well, I've been doing this a long time. Um, I'm probably, as they would call me, an OG now, because uh, I literally started in the 80s, uh, mid-80s. And um, my first paying gig was in 85. I'll never forget it. It was a, a basement party in New Horizon Village in Kalamazoo. <laughs> and... Um, Shout out to the that, horizon. Right. And that's <laughs> that's where I got started. Um, but um, I I got the name E House by people calling me that, Eric who plays house. Because that's mm. what I played was house music. Because back then, you know, the whole Detroit scene was, you know, definitely popping off at that time. Um, with the tech, you know, the ghetto tech and everything. Well, it wasn't ghetto back then, but it was still definitely, you know, mm-hmm. they called Detroit techno. And then of course, you know, Chicago House. Um, and of course where we you know, come from in Kalamazoo, it's exactly halfway in between both cities, and I have was fortunate enough to have family in both cities, so I got to go to record stores in both places all the time whenever I was visiting family, mm-hmm. um, but that's kind of how, it, you know, it started from there, so, um, but then, you know, of course, as time moves on, you have to progress beyond, you know, what your normal genre is, and I got into hip-hop and everything like that, of course, um, as well, you know, doing parties, because you realize you just taste you know, are varying and wide. And so that's how I got into everything and start doing clubs and things like that. Wow. That's awesome. That's a lot of history there. And uh, yeah. yeah. So how you had already mentioned about how people have like a eclectic taste and so you branched into other things. What are some of the things that you use to determine um, how you put together your set to be able to accommodate um, an audience of a large variety. Well, it's trial and error. Because um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm one that's never, ever pre-planned a set, mm-hmm. uh, per se. I knew I had certain hits I had to play, of course, you know, over the years and things like that. But uh, I remember one of my first years of realizing that I had to really introduce more hip-hop into what I was playing. I was doing a party up at Western um, for one of the fraternities or sororities, and it it, it was literally one year changed from the next and uh, it was a fall party and I remember playing, you know, just knocking it out, all the hits, all the dance tracks. Everybody was just kind of standing around and everybody was looking at me like, hey, we, we want to hear some hip hop. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, okay. And it was like homecoming weekend. So that was a Friday night party. Literally the next day I had to go out and buy three, four hundred dollars worth of records just to get current on my hip hop because I realized I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And that was a learning lesson, and that's the thing. And so um, I did that, and I, from then on, I, I vowed, I was like, okay, I'm never gonna fall behind again. You have to be prepared as a DJ because I follow the floor. What is the floor responding to me? When I'm watching out there as, as the dance floor, how are they responding? Are they you know, liking what's going on? Is it time to change it up? Things like that. I read the floor constantly. Because mm. um, I've learned over the years, if you just do pre-programmed sets, that's great and all. Um, if you're kind of a headline type DJ, that's is kind of expected of you, mm. um, and that's what people want to see. But you know, most of us 
who are just average everyday DJs, as I say, who do that, where, you know, we don't do anything else but DJ, you learn how to read that crowd because that's your money maker. And once you build uh, a word of mouth that, oh yeah, he's that cat that played tracks that I didn't even know I really wanted to hear, and he played them at the right time, and he, you know, played the right song, and it was perfect, you know, and that was, that's what I remember about him. And so the next time they hear John playing, they come out. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I do things, and that's how I, you know, got into playing a lot of different things. And so, you know, back in the days before we had what they call now open format and all of that stuff, it was just, you know, you just had to read the room, you had to read the area, you had to know the the region you're in where you're playing too, and what they like, um, because what I can play, you know, in Kalamazoo doesn't always fly necessarily in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Same thing from when I played in Grand Rapids doesn't fly in Kalamazoo or Detroit or even Chicago. Everywhere I've played, you know, over my lifetime, it's you know, it's, it's very regional. There are certain things, you know. So it's, it's you know, it's one of those things that you just kind of learn and pick up as as a DJ and mm-hmm. you know, of music. Yeah, so everywhere kind of has their own culture, and you learn how to adapt to it. That's pretty oh, awesome. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> you definitely do. I tell you the biggest eye-opener for me and where I learned my kind of soul roots was um, growing up. My family is originally from Memphis, Tennessee. And so in the summers, as growing up, uh, up until I was 17, I went to Memphis for two to three weeks every summer. Mm. And I remember after I started DJing, I'd go to Memphis and I ended up running into, uh, which was really odd, an old friend who had moved down there. He was kind of getting connected from the scene. And he was like, I want you to DJ, you know, and I'm like, uh, I don't know this place. I don't know. And he told me kind of some basics and I was like, well, I, I'll do 30, set, 30 minutes, you know, and I was like, I'll see, you know, we end up having a blast, but I, I, it was the first time I ever played like a full set of almost all R&B and it was mm. the funniest thing ever. And I'm like, like, you know, it's folks my age, 18, 19 years old, but down in Memphis, that's what they love, you know. Yeah. Back then, you know, Frankie Beverly and Maze and stuff like that. You were playing that at a party. And I was like, what? <laughs> Never heard this before. You know, like, not to play at a party. Right, right. So it was crazy. But yeah, yeah. You definitely got to know your areas. Mm, man, that's pretty impressive. Wouldn't you say so, Breezy? Yes, I, I agree. Um, that whole float, uh, I've got a, a business buddy from Memphis. And uh, he's educated me. Uh, concerned that whole flow from Memphis all the way down to uh, Gulf South. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, that's some rich uh, tradition, a lot of warm people down there, and uh, they definitely have their own flow. And uh, I kind of like it. So um, yeah. I think more and more people are going to be becoming aware of that Gulf South thing. But uh, if you've got your toe in it, then that tells me, you know, what kind of person you are. And that's, that's going to be, you got some goodness in you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And so, you know, you had mentioned, like, there's there's a different way for different things. So, you know, if somebody's a headliner DJ, it makes sense for them to have their sets ready, but how you pay attention to the crowd. For anybody that's out there that's thinking about DJing or getting into it, do you have any advice regarding that for like newcomers who may not be as experienced with as you are with learning how to read people and knowing, you know, when they should switch it up? Yeah, of course. Um, for anybody new to DJing, first off, you know, it's really hard for me because <laughs> I get I, this is the part where I'm old school because I'm like, you know, this was a craft that I worked really hard at. 
and I put my 10,000 hours in of practicing and getting good, trying to make my mixes sound like the cats I used to hear on the radio back in the day, not realizing they were multi-tracking and all those things. Mm. And these, you know, technology, which the thing about DJing too is we've always been about technology. Yes, it started out on turntables, um, but you know, we, you know, DJing, you know, evolved into CDs and you know, now it's all digital and things of that sort, but that technology also makes it easier for people to think they can be a DJ. <laughs> um, and so the challenge I have is if you want to be a DJ, I want you to first learn and, and, and understand how music is made. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people don't even understand that, you know, uh, song production, you know, it does have, you know, patterns and processes to it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's, a, you know, so many bars for your intro and, and things like that in your you know, your actual, you know, the, uh, the heart of the song where you've got someone singing and or rapping, that's so many bars long. And you have, you know, a bridge and you have a break. Mm -hmm. All those things, you need to learn music. And, and the reason why I say that is I'm not a musician, but I know what keys certain songs are in, things of that sort, and what, what songs sound good mixed with another song. Mm -hmm. I don't just mix purely because, oh, this will sound good right now because songs in people's heads they go you know you'll be playing at 125 bpm and all of a sudden somebody throws up something that's 110 bpm as mm -hmm. an i you know as a suggestion and i'm just look at them kind of like do you even know what that song really sounds like but it's because in their head oh that would be dope right now well no not necessarily um because you, you can't do that but that would be my first thing uh to say to anybody being new to this is actually learn how songs are constructed how music is truly made um, and then once you get an understanding of that uh, mixing becomes you know kind of the next step uh, because that's the other thing too I, I, I you know over the years these the, what I call button pressing DJs have come to light where they don't even try to blend anymore it literally is an echo fade out and bam to the next song and that's you know that works for them if that works and the people keep dancing that's fine but that's not mixing. Mm. That's just playing another song. And so that's the, the next thing is learn how to blend, learn how to beat match, um, learn how to use your equipment. You know, of course, you hear a lot of people talk nowadays that, you know, we got controllers and all these things and we got sync button and all of that. Well, that technology is there to free up the DJ to perform nowadays. And I'm like, I'm the old school kind of guy where my DJing is my performance. I don't need to wave at you and make hard hands and, <laughs> and all of that and stuff and jump up on the table. I don't do that. I, what I want you to remember is you had a dang good time, you know, on the dance floor that night when I played my set of whatever it was, an hour or 45 minutes, you know, or two hours, whatever. Did you have a good time? Did you, you know, remember those certain tracks or did you try to Shazam something that I played because you hadn't heard it before? And so that's the thing is, is, you know, learn how the songs are made, learn how to blend, um, how to actually mix, and then, you know, be willing to take chances. Mm -hmm. Be surprised, uh, you know, of, of stepping out and not just following the norm, you know, taking chances. Because, um, you know, years ago, I moved to, away actually to Phoenix, Arizona, and it was kind of on a humbug. Um, I just really wanted to get out of Michigan because I'm tired <laughs> of the snow. <laughs> and I ended up finding a scene there that was huge and it was for house music. And I was like, whoa. But then I also found 
a whole turntable is seen there, mm. which really surprised me. And it was awesome. And that's how now, you know, I, I can actually, I'm proud to say I know DJ Z Trip, you know, and cats mm. like that because they're from um, you know, cats on the house scene, Eddie Amador, uh, who, who did the original track, House Music, which was mm. like the anthem years. And those cats are from Phoenix. And I remember stumbling of realizing that once I got there, I didn't realize <laughs> Phoenix had this music scene like this. But these cats were so on fire and are so on fire for that music that I will put, you know, dimes to dollars that some of the best DJs that you've never heard of are in, in that area in the Southwest because of just, you know, their love of that music. So, and, and just, you know, just the art of it all. And so that's what I would tell people is just understand that it really is an art form. It's just not a way to get around and be, be popular and be famous. It is an actual art form, you know, and, and to get good at it. Hmm. Because if you're gonna get out there and get the opportunity to perform and, and do a show or do whatever, make it good. That, that's really all you really should do. I can't tell you how many times I've seen, you know, folks who get an opportunity and they really, you know, didn't practice, they didn't deserve it, and they weren't ready for that spotlight that they got. And mm -hmm. it was just only because they happened to know the right people. And that's not always a good thing for the audience. Yeah. If, my, if some people are paying, you know, 10, 15, 20 dollars to get in to gig, I want them to have a good time. Mm -hmm. So that's that's that would be my advice. And I love that because I've, I've actually been in that situation that you described. So, you know, I paid my money to get in and the DJ was, you know. Whack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, I was trying to show you, Cody, but that's, that's what it no. was. So, I mean, sloppy transitions. Yep. The BPMs were nowhere near each other. The vibes didn't fit. Like, exactly. it was just awful. And I ended up leaving early just because I mean, this is no good. Like, you can't right. even tune that out and have conversations with people who are there. Right. You can't get into any kind of groove. You can't. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're just, you're distracted by it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I trust me. I understand. That's the thing. <laughs> as, as DJs, we tend to be very judgmental of other DJs. Like, I've, I've had my share of criticism upon me too because there's been times where you know i i've train wrecked if somebody bumped the table and i couldn't recover quick enough and things mm. like that and, and it happens but yeah but when you see it consistently and you're like how does this person keep getting booked right like it's just surprising and you're like okay but then i you know look at it and i just focus on me and i focus on what i'm doing and making sure i know what i'm doing um, because when I do, you know, nowadays when I do put out mixes, which is not that often, um, but I still, I put the same amount of heart and love into it as I did, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. It is, it still gets me fired up. I get excited. Songs get me emotional. Mm. There are certain songs that I will play and you'll see my old butt over there in the corner <laughs> wiping my eye because that's the other thing for me too is, you know, I truly love music. And so for me, music is very much um, tied to events and tied to other experiences. And so that all comes into play and I think helps with, you know, being a good DJ is because I'm like, you know what, I know this makes me feel this way. I think this might, you know, help these folks out too. And, and so that's how I do it. You know, I'm very much DJ from the heart. Mm. So that's that's what I would definitely say my style is, is DJ from the heart. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing, right, Breeze? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'd just like to shout out to the folks. If you've tuned in late, you know, you're listening to the illustrious, illustrious voice of our guest, DJ E-House. 
and uh, right here with us now. You know, you're, you're bringing such a uh, an educational vibe. Um, I know the peeps are really soaking that in, and that's some real stuff. It's not manufactured, and so uh, just continue sharing your your share right now. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. And so you can even hear the passion in your voice when you talk about it. And, you know, that, like you said, those are the things that help people make those connections, you know, with the music. Now, you had mentioned something a little earlier about, you know, you're checking to see if people Shazam in it because it's a song that they hadn't heard before. And I feel like that's a great way to talk about how important DJs were and still are to the culture as in breaking music to new people. Yes, we we broke the music. Um, you know, that's that's something that I learned early on. One of my early mentors, uh, also from Kalamazoo, Tony Jackson, Funkmaster, mm. uh, or Jay Ditto, uh, DJ Vice is what he goes by. Uh, those cats showed me like that's that's that part where I was saying, don't be afraid to step out and try something new. And that's breaking music. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you, you've got to do that. If you hear a new artist, just because it's not being uh, played, uh, you know, 40 times an hour on the radio station, that doesn't mean it's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, is it, a, is it a dope track? You know, play it. And so, you know, those are things that I learned. And, and yes, you need to break music still to this day uh, because there are cats out there trying to get started. Um, you know, in this business and now because we are digital, getting into the business is a lot easier, but getting your music heard actually is a lot harder mm-hmm. because there's so much to get through, so much, you know, not good music that you got to filter through to get to the good stuff. And so when I see people Shazam something and it doesn't come back as a result, um, and they kind of like, I see him do it again. And I'm like, I'll talk, I'll talk to him. I'll wave him over. You, here's here's what this is. I want them to know what the song is. I don't want it to be a secret because I want that artist, you know, to get that sale. I want that artist to, you know, get get you know more promotion. That's my job as a DJ is to promote these artists, you know. Um, and so that's the thing too is is, is you have to embrace um, these up and coming. Uh, performers and artists and things like that because if you don't then again you're, you're not helping progress the scene at all you're not helping progress you know music in general because you have to play the new stuff not just what everybody wants to hear over and over and over right right yep. and then i'm sorry no go ahead i was just saying yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know then that goes back to like once maybe that song does get some more play and it starts to get more popular than they remember yeah. oh yeah I was at that event with DJ E House when I heard this the first time. <laughs> Again, yeah. you got another music connection. So yeah, DJs are so important for that. And so, you know, I, I try to pay homage every now and then, like on social media or whatever. But <laughs> I mean it when I say it. Like DJs literally do make the world go round. They're so important. Oh yeah, I, I definitely think so. Um, you know, and that's the thing. It's, it's and the thing is with DJs and, and musicians, it, it is a hand in hand thing, especially. When it comes to like hip hop and dance music and house music and stuff like that, is is they are hand in hand. You you really do. It's a symbiotic relationship. You need each other um, to to get that out there and to build. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something you know. And I've always you know made um, 
I always felt proud that I, you know, was able to make connections with some different artists and different DJs over the years that I, you know, even to this day, I, you know, I haven't DJed in a club probably in the last three years, um, but packages still show up at my door, mm. um, you know, vinyl, or I still get in my inbox, you know, the latest, you know, MP3s or, you know, all that stuff. So mm. that stuff, because I still maintain those connections. So yeah, for sure. That's, that's magnificent. So, you know, as we get ready to uh, bring this to a close, I just want to make sure that uh, people know what you've got coming up in the pipeline or where they can follow you on social media to keep up with what you're doing or even, you know, contact you for more information. Yeah. So right now, um, honestly, like I said, I'm just kind of doing my own thing. I'm here in Texas now, <laughs> uh, working and living life and doing doing that thing. I work, you know, I have an actual, I, you know, I, I have a kid, so I had to get a real nine to five, or, you know, to make sure things are taken care of. Uh, but I still do put out mixes periodically. Um, you can find me as DJ E House on Mixcloud. Uh, that's the best place to see, um, to listen to anything that I've put out. Um, but yeah, and then on Instagram, I'm the same thing, um, uh, DJ E House. And that's pretty much it. So um, that's where I'm at. And again, you know, I just, I put out mixes probably every couple of months or so. It's, it's, it's one of those things when the mood hits or I hear something, sometimes it's just one song is inspiration. And all of a sudden I'll turn on a 90 minute mix because I'm like, mm-hmm. I heard one song. I go, oh yeah, <laughs> and I want to do that. So, but yeah, just look for DJ E House and I'll pop up anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So if, are there any thoughts or any shout outs that you want to give? Um, again, just, you know, shout out to all the folks, you know, back home. Uh, again, to my mentors, Tony Funkmaster Jackson, uh, uh, Jay Denham. Oh my God, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think it's like so many folks over the years that have been kind to me. Of course, you know, uh, some of my older heads will remember the old Club Soda. Uh, that was a club I ran for like five years. Uh, club 340 is what we used to call it. Um, thanks, you know, for all those folks who stepped up and supported over the years. You know, you made um, life for this kid real awesome. Because uh, I got to do a lot more than I think I ever would have not been able to without it. So just thanks to everybody and appreciate everybody. That's beautiful. All right, Breezy, you have any uh, last questions or comments for DJ E House? You know, it's been a very. Um, upbeat engrossing minute and uh looking forward to uh continuing that communication with you so uh, uh as far as as far as the peeps out there you know you should have been absorbing that if you didn't and so but if you didn't then maybe in the future we can have dj e house back so uh just like to say um thanks to you for joining us on this time and and uh wishing you all greatness in uh, the near future as far as the distance Oh, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Sir. All right. Yes, we thank you. And yeah, can't wait to have you back again sometime soon. All right. All right. What an incredible interview. It was great to have that conversation with him. I just enjoyed his energy and his passion. And it's just great to have him on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that we needed that lift, that positivity and, you know, from the realness and uh, so for those of you who were with it live, you know, <laughs> you got just educated with some real realness from that gentleman. Yes, yes, indeed. So, all right. Just a little bit of information that's been going on since the last time we did our thing. 
is um, there is a new A&R, so to speak, <laughs> at Warner Music Group. And apparently they've signed more than, well, it was 100% more than usual based off of using this artificial intelligence that's been designed to comb through Spotify to look at specific trends to see what's kind of popping and getting hot. And so yeah, instead of actually having someone go and do that, they've used artificial intelligence to do it. Hmm. Well, you know, that's, cre- <laughs> that's creeping on in. You yeah. know, that's creeping on in. So uh, nothing surprises me. I mean, I, I've learned a little bit about it myself, but, you know, um, that's just technology. You know, that's just technology and, and it's growing. And I don't think technology will ever stop. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Because in light of um, how they've been able to sign more acts, they've actually hired a global head of data science. So let's let you know it's around to stay. And just because, you know, we're hearing about Warner doing it, I'm pretty sure we'll be hearing about the other two of the big three majors doing it soon, too. So just a heads up. That's what's happening. But you know what? Just keep grinding. Keep making the music that you want to make and the right people gravitate towards it. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to get back to some more music and we'll be back after this.
and we are back again. Another headline from this previous week was that uh, SoundCloud was actually profitable in this last quarter, which is the first time that's happened. So, and I don't mean like in a long time, it's just they haven't been profitable at all and they finally were. So that's something to say. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how long that will be sustainable considering their model but you know since it is a platform that a lot of us producers uh some djs and you know music artists use you know the longer that they can stick around the better that is to get your art out there to the world mm-hmm. interesting very interesting so uh can't wait to, to learn more about that yes yes all right we're gonna get back to some more music before we head out for the night
it is that time. We thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's always a good time. We can't wait to do it again next Saturday, right? Oh yeah, man. You know, it's the real it's it's the real thing. It's the real thing. You know, this has been a real ride, you know, going through this year with what we've been doing and now, you know, it has taken root, it's taken hold. Yeah, you know, and that's it's really growing at an exponential rate. And uh so I'm really thrilled about that. I know everybody else is too, or at least I hope they are. Yes, yes. So all right, we can't wait to do this again next week. Same time, same place. Tune in, tell a friend, and we'll see you then. All right, peace. Absolutely, peace.